0: That's the sound from the US Capitol today as Joseph R. Biden Jr. is sworn in as our nation's 46th president. Hear how President Biden was able to stun the nation with a jaw-dropping soprano rendition of his inaugural address. And later, it might only be his first day on the job, but our new commander in chief is already having to clean up some major messes left behind by his predecessor. Hear why the Biden family was horrified to discover the rotting months old corpse of Jeff Sessions in the White House residence. From the Onion & Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm Leslie Price, and I do solemnly swear to faithfully execute the reading of today's news. Right after this.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail.
0: Over the last four years, President Trump has made it a priority to reverse numerous decisions from the Obama administration, including leaving the Iran nuclear deal and defunding the EPA. But today, newly elected President Joe Biden is taking steps to bring the nation back to the Obama era by announcing that the U.S. would be immediately rejoining the Paris Hilton fan club. For more, here's OPR senior political reporter Dirk Mullins. Dirk, can you give us a little more context here?
2: Of course, Leslie. As our listeners may remember, Barack Obama originally signed the historic legislation making the U.S. a part of the Paris Hilton fan club in 2016, joining over 188 other nations in celebrating the career of the esteemed businesswoman-slash-model-slash-singer-slash-actress. However, once Donald Trump came to office, he made it a priority to reverse this decision.
0: And what was the reasoning for leaving?
2: The move was broadly consistent with the Trump administration's rejection of international cooperation, but more specifically, President Trump vehemently criticized Paris Hilton as being a spoiled party girl who's just sort of famous for being famous. Mm. And on several occasions, he even went so far as to imply that her celebrity was a hoax being perpetrated on the American public. This was seen as a startling move at the time, especially since the U.S. joined only a handful of other countries, such as Iran, Iraq, and Libya, who refused to join the fan club.
0: Hmm, well, it's a different culture over there. So Dirk, now that we're back in, can you explain what it really means to be part of the Paris fan club?
2: I spoke with Rashida Lewis, deputy spokesperson for the Biden administration. Here's what she had to say.
0: Club
3: membership comes with a series of benchmarks that nations are expected to meet, including a commitment to getting the simple life back on air and making a concrete economic shift towards Paris's lines of perfume and clothing.
0: Interesting. And realistically, how long will it be until the U.S. is officially rejoined?
2: Well, because joining the fan group coalition is set up as an executive agreement, the Biden administration did not need Senate approval and was able to begin the process of rejoining today. But we won't become official members of the Little Hiltons for some time. Here's Lewis again.
3: President Biden has said that he will sign a bill on day one, re-entering the U.S. into the club, as well as sending in a check with all lapsed dues so we are once again a member in good standing. From there, there are some logistics, such as rejoining the Paris Hilton is my religion Facebook page, and ordering millions of rest and peace Tinkerbell throw pillows so every American can honor Paris' pet chihuahua. but we expect to be officially back within President Biden's first month in office.
0: Well, I imagine that has to be good news for those who are upset we left
2: in the first place. Absolutely. Although there are those who feel that merely rejoining the fan club doesn't go far enough. Activists have expressed concerns that Biden may merely provide lip service to Paris fans by saying, that's hot, in a press conference instead of taking substantive actions such as signing legislation to protect her status as the most successful female DJ for decades
0: to come. Well, no matter what ends up happening, sounds like there's sure to be a lot more talk about how underrated her performance was in House of Wax. I expect so. Thanks, Dirk. That's OPR's Dirk Mullins. Back in a moment.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory— Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash
0: system. Nothing else happened today, but I still feel like talking. So here's what else you need to know. As Americans welcome in the new Commander-in-Chief today, there are many voters who are concerned their issues still won't be solved. A new poll out today finds that being stuck in an infinite time loop is still the biggest issue for Obama-Trump, Obama-Trump voters. Among the thousands of individuals who voted Democrat in 2012, Republican in 2016, Democrat in 2012, and Republican in 2016, their top priority remains breaking the endless cycle of time travel and continuing with their lives. But many are skeptical that they may just end up voting Biden again and again for the next thousand years. And some good news in the fight against the coronavirus, as the CDC today has unveiled a full list of Twitter accounts that Americans can follow in order to piece together information about the vaccine. CDC Director Robert Redfield announced the rollout at a press conference in which he and a team of the CDC's top officials shared the list of 25 social media users that included a retired doctor who seemed, quote, Pretty in the Know, and a 22-year-old influencer from Los Angeles who, quote, wasn't informational per se, but was still fun to read. And finally, it's been two weeks to the day since the attack on the U.S. Capitol by pro-Trump rioters, and Americans have yet to hear a clear denunciation of the attacks from Sharman. I think it's safe to say we now know where you as a company stand, Sharman. Your silence speaks volumes. Just disgraceful. And that's The Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoy today's episode, you can like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcasts. Otherwise, you'll have no idea what day tomorrow's episode is going to air. So go subscribe now. And if you're a new or a soon-to-be parent, you're not going to want to miss tomorrow's special infant episode of The Topical, where we'll take a look at just how far we can throw one. They're heavier than you think, so the results could surprise you. We'll have all that and more tomorrow on The Topical.